now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Here is how I got out of bed. Good morning. Hey, guys. It's Yolanda at DryerBuzz. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time zone you're in. Happy New Year. If you are way late listening to this, it ain't even New Year, y'all. Let me tell y'all, it's a beautiful Saturday morning. I actually had to close my blinds because there was so much sunshine coming through. But uh, this is an unscripted first thoughts of the morning, frog in my throat. This is the first time I'm hearing my voice in the day. It's a daily podcast where I come on, I talk about daily living, living daily. Like, like, how do I feel like right now in this moment, how I am going to good morning, Miss Creighton on the West coast. All right. For those of y'all that are catching this as a podcast, I'm, I'm now back to recording these in a live environment. So you're going to give me shout out some folk. So, you know, to go over on, uh, let's see, I'm doing this on, in three different places. My, my Facebook page, the how to get out of bed Facebook page. And then I think we dropped it on Twitter. Okay. Cause let me tell you, if you're not hanging out on Twitter right now, <laughs> if you're not hanging out, if you haven't gone back to Twitter, uh, go dust off your timeline because there's so much stuff flowing. Um, how to get out of bed when bad things happen to bad people. We are oftentimes, those of us that have a conscience, those of us that can show a little empathy, compassion, when bad things happen to good people, we're out here helping good people every day. But then there comes these days when bad things happen to bad people, people who have mocked the survival of everybody else. And you're, and you, you, we we got to be honest with this thing, y'all. You sit back and you watch. You're like, man, all so, there are some amazing people out here, and they keep coming up on the with the short end of the stick. Um, and then you see other people; they just keep going and they going and going. They keep taking and taking and taking. You know, white we are too nice, and you have to figure out like right now. And we are two days, what forty eight, almost forty eight hours into this, where the president of the United States. And his good buddies and friends, it's like the, I'm calling it the revenge of the Rose Garden. Okay. And you can also, if you want, if you want to really want to go there, you can call it a revenge or RBG because it was at an event where they were trying to, they were rushing this thing before we could even get this woman fully memorialized, ignoring her dying wish that the man at least one time in his lifetime uh, be civil and show some compassion, and they could not. And now look what's going on. When bad things happen to bad people, the good people don't know how to process. We don't know how to pro. We don't know how to process this because we believe in what goes around comes around. So, you know, nobody's doing any kind of happy dance. Nobody. I mean, we're we're sad because, and, and, and here's the thing: people are uh, out there hoping and praying that when this man comes back to the White House or wherever they decide to prop him up, um, that he is going to have, and this, let me tell you, and it's not just Trump, it's every president. It's every president. You hope for the day that they, they then begin to understand what it is to be in such a power of position, such a position of power that they have a day where they just atone because every president going in, it literally goes in with half half the people not liking them. You know, half the people don't vote for them. Half the people don't want them in power. Now, half the people are wrong, okay? But you also, 
I think this is because of modern times, because there's so many channels, um, we've not yet experienced the evil of a man as we have in this in this presidency. You know, it, it started to unfold a little bit with Clinton. You know, it's like, oh, they're just not going to suppress what this man is doing, even though what he's doing, all of them do, right? That's just going, all his stuff is just out there. And then Bush, you know, it's like, wait, this is really the kind of people that get elected to this office, you know? And then, and then Obama, you know, he has some things too, not much, <laughs> not, many, not many things, but there's just some things that some of us are sitting here like, that thing that brother could have did this he really could have did that especially now when you see this rogue man of trump in office you're like wait the man could have did a few more executive orders he could have pardoned a few more people you know what i'm saying he could have appointed a black woman to the supreme court okay right could have had, had the opportunity decided to hold it trying to make this history moment in this deal that they had with hillary and then you had RBG trying to hold on for dear life because they effed up and Trump got in office. So she was like, I'm going to survive this man. I'm going to survive this man so that we can get a black woman on the Supreme Court. And now look where we are. I'm sorry, y'all. That's going to be my, that's going to be in my craw, as they say, for the rest of my life, because that's something I really wanted to see. I really want to see this in my lifetime. And, I, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real, real honest with you. I don't know that I don't know that Biden would do it because he might go in there and say, Well, hell, I've made a black woman vice president. Okay, but hell, that ain't but four years. I need a lifetime. I need a lifetime appointment to come out of this. I need a freaking lifetime appointment. And then there are those that there are those already coming. You can't, you can't, he gotta do this and he gotta do that. No, day one, day one, I need that appointment. I don't care that Kamala is it's been selected, you know, to run for vice president. That's four years. Oh, she might be president. I don't care. That's still another four years. That's that. I need lifetime. I need. I need somebody representing women who look like me for a lifetime, for a couple of more generations to come. And I understand, but understand this: politics is issue oriented. That's my issue. I'm allowed to have it. You're allowed. You might just want some sidewalks. Okay, I used to be that person. Okay, I used to be the person that I want some sidewalks in my neighborhood. I just I, 30 years later, y'all, I promise you, that's what I wanted. That's what I went to the table with this issue. I was like, I want some freaking sidewalks. I, when I tell y'all 30 years later, one of the posts that I shared this morning is about a project in my old uh, childhood neighborhood that they are now like, Okay, they can't get any funding. I shared it. Go look on my timeline. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like good people. Bad things happen all the time to good people. All the time, every day, and we're out here having to deal with it. We're dodging it. You know, some of us, some of us have become really good at dodging it. Some of us can't get out of bed. I have to do a podcast, and in 30 years of podcasting and, and blogging, and then 20 years of blogging as Dryer Buzz. It's like, I'm like, you know what? It's 2020. I can stop because these headlines are not going to change. I shared another headline from 2009. And so this is, this is why Trump won the freaking debate because they tried to go to him with, with this protest and thing. He's like, hold up. 
Okay, there are many things you can go to Trump about, but this protest and this police brutality. I mean, one of my Facebook memories this morning was one from 2009, and this was because you know everybody got Twitter and everybody came online in about 2008, right? Twitter came around about 2008, so 2009, one of the first uh, police brutality uh, killings, and I, I'm I'm wondering if it was even police. I don't know what it was, but I. I I was trying to make some sense of what I tweet. It was a tweet in a Facebook post. And I talked about the pain of this black woman uh, having to watch this. Now, I guess the video and all that. This, I don't know if video was on Twitter then, but um, her son was trending. And for all the wrong reasons, painful, ungodly reasons. And, and I literally said, how many more moms are going to have to go through this? Here we are in 2020, y'all. And we know exactly how many more. And so we're here again. And now everybody's like trying to figure out, like we've been trying to get compassion out of these people. All of these people before Trump, I'm, I'm still at the before Trump thing. I know Trump been in there 3.9 years, okay? I understand. But all of these people before that, and this stuff doesn't stop. And it's going to keep going. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be any different with Joe Biden. And I'm not trying, and this ain't even a don't vote. I'm, I'm telling you vote, but do some, do a whole lot more other stuff with it. Going through it like it's normal. It's, it's like 2009. That was the, one of the memories of my social media posts. 2009. I think 2009 was, we had just started to get on, most people have just started to come to Facebook, you know, it wasn't until 2015 that the, it became mainstream when we actually closed the digital divide, meaning that everybody at that point had a device, had a profile on some of these platforms, these channels. Let's call them channels now because it's because of these channels that we can speak freely. I love that I was finishing up Mariah Carey's book, and towards the end she started to talk about how the tabloids just plague the lives of celebrities. Of course, you know, celebrities do a lot to be in the tabloids, but now they get to explain a thing. She gets to write her memoir. She gets to go on her on her channels and, and say what is a thing. You know, look at Will Smith and Jada. You know, we've been forever trying to figure out, man, there's, there's two of them. There's something weird going on over there. You know, and now with the Red Table talk and, and Will's channel, we're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, it's been weird over here for a minute. Okay. It's been really weird over here for a minute. Uh, and now we want to be part of the norm. You know, we want some normalcy up in here too. Because until you get to that other side of things, until you get through on the other side, or until you're ready to walk on through what, what you have put out there before you, until you're ready to be honest, until you're ready to be transparent, you know, and, and Will said he thought, you know, that they were supposed to keep up some kind of mystery. Well, uh, mystery can be on one thing. It could be surprising on one it, one side, but then it could be just extreme on the other, you know. And they were on the extreme side, y'all. It was some extreme stuff going on over there. Uh, and and I'm, I watch people as they watch stuff because that's kind of what you do is blogging. And I watch people as they've been watching this Red Table Talk and, 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 you know, at twice now we have seen um, uh, Willow talk about self-harm and the reaction to it. It's just not, a, it's not enough for me. Now, I'm also a mom and I might not have reacted to it. Here's the thing. It's like when we can say we, 
let's become a we. That's that's what I have. That that's been my life's work. Let's become a we. And I think when we talk about the fact that we can say good people and bad people, um, if we could just if we could just be a we and understand that things happen to all people. Now, as far as compassion for the bad people. Y'all gonna have to walk me through that part. That talk me through that because I mean, it's like we're watching this list grow. These people that have COVID uh, in the White House and got it in the garden, you know, them doing stuff. They were they were in that garden trying to hurt. They were in that garden to hurt people. They wanted to hurry up and get somebody out there who is going to further assist them in hurting people. That's their mode of operandi. They want to harm. People, the man sent out a dictate in all these channels showed it of him telling people don't harm them today. Let's stand down. Okay. They were trying to hurry up and get somebody in there to further harm people. You, and let me tell you, all these people walk, judge not want not. What is it? At least you be judging me because I'm judging. Okay, you better have some kind of judgment about your life, about your day, because you know what happens when you don't, when you when you are not a good judgment of character. You know what happens when you are not a good judgment of people. You end up can't get out of bed. Stuff happens to you. When you don't call out a thing, when you don't call a thing a thing, when you don't say what it is, see something, say something, you start internalizing that, you start holding on to that. It's inside of you. It causes depression. My gut hurt like right now because I'm like working this weekend. I got to get all of this stuff out. I'm getting ready to write. I'm getting ready to eat some cabbage soup because I want to keep my gut clean so my immune system will be good because we're all out here walking around. You see how they were hugging each other all up in the rose garden. I'm like, and folk out here want to, they ain't seen you in a while. They want to have a conversation and talk. You know, it's a weird thing, but we don't have to be, we don't have to we with the bad people. We don't have to we with them. I'm just saying. There, there are some special saintly people out there that can handle it. I'm going to let them handle that because I can't find it. I can't find it. I can I can not do any further harm. I could not make the situation situation worse. My words again. I can do what I can do not to make the situation worse. But then when you have been saying again and again and again and people all over the world, this man has been denouncing what's happening to the entire planet, to people on the planet. And it ain't even like we're a country with the numbers so we can say it's not happening. I mean, there are countries out there that's got, their, their numbers are so freaking low. They're barely on the scale. Numbers are so low. And and ain't we ain't sent anybody over there. We, we're not under, we're not like, what are they doing? I'm just putting this camp, trying to eat some candy. We're not saying, what are they doing? What What's going on? How are they, how are they, they're no, how are their people not dying? Like, that's not our primary daily focus to go and find and study these places where people are not dying because we are okay with this thing. We are okay. We're okay when bad things happen to good people. And then you want to come and tell people they got to behave a certain way when bad things happen to bad people. It's like, you better let what's working work. You, you better, I'm telling you, you've been like, fix it. When you say fix it, what did you mean? <laughs> right? 
I mean, we're all just hoping that the man comes out of this or the man and his wife and his staff come out of this realizing that finally this is something of greater importance. It's not just for him to get ratings. It's not just for him to get in front of the cameras and the television. You know, it's not just for him to continue to wish bad things. These people, they want to harm people. At least we get at least we get two weeks to just chill. You know, at least we just get two weeks. Like they got a quarantine. They got a quarantine. Our president right now is I the president of the United States of America is in the hospital. We need to be a little bit more worried than 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 him. It's like, oh, wait, what does the rest of the world think about that? Our leadership is incapacitated, right? I mean, not that he was great at anything prior to that, but the rest of the world is like, wait a minute, America is down right now. Not that we were actually up, but I was like, like, who's in charge? You know, they they don't want to pass. They don't want to, like, take him out for a minute and let Pence run the thing or, you know, is Pence, is Pence coughing? Like, was he not in the Rose Garden? Finally, finally, and, and think about it. Everywhere you look, he and Pence have been together. I think Pence was here in Georgia, which is no better. He should have been quarantined anyway because he came to Georgia. Okay? He should have been. Pence, and that's probably the only reason Pence doesn't have it, if he, if he doesn't, is because he paid a visit to Georgia and he was, uh, he should be quarantined because everybody should be quarantined coming to this state. Okay. I'm just saying. So hopefully, hopefully that's the case. And, uh, and he is okay to take position. Um, but I mean, look how many times we saw them in the same spaces, in the same places, no masks, no nothing, you know, running all over this place. I'm like, when bad things happen to bad people, what do we do? How do we how do we get out of bed? And then when those same bad people are in leadership and those same bad people were doing a thing, when we've been trying to say that hot spots can be created when a person who has COVID enters into a space and they were outdoors. Now think about it. They were outdoors. And we're in these states and cities trying to reopen, and we thought outdoors was safe. But yeah, okay, everything is safe if somebody didn't walk up in there that has COVID. All right, and I didn't want to be on here too long, and I got my battery warning. So I'm, I'm just saying, when bad things happen to bad people, don't go trying to punish good people more. Like, like it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Everybody, like, well, you, you got to pray for the president. I can't believe. Wait, y'all want some empathy? You want some sympathy? It's like, what is that called? It's called insanity. You want the very people that you have been trying to harm for 3.9 years. Is it 9, 10, 11, 12? 3.9 years. You want the same people who you have been trying to harm who you have sat by and watched lose family member after family member, career after career, jobs, homes, food, starving, people losing their livelihood. And now you're saying that they can't, and I'm, I don't the word rejoice comes to mind, but I don't want to say rejoice. I mean, you're saying that they, that, that, that's that dictatorship. That's that dictator. That's what the dictator would want. The people to, oh, who was that? Who was that? Well, Omarosa, bow down. 
Remember Omar Russell was running around, y'all going to bow down to President Trump. Where is she? She tweeted the other day. She re- No, she didn't tweet. She retweeted. Somebody was talking about the debate and things, and she uh, she retweeted as if she was on our side now. Let me drink my lemonade. I'm like, I guess, I guess her budget is still a little bit too high for the for Biden them to uh, pay her for some secrets of, of what's going on in that administration for some of that intel. I guess nobody nobody has can meet her budget for the Trump intel. But listen, um, let me tell y'all, get out there and vote and vote early. But that ain't even my thing. What do I? I'm I'm more here. Oh wait a minute, hold on. Let me get that off of there. What did I do? I don't even know what I did, y'all. All right. So I, I'm trying to scroll, and it keeps picking up stuff. Wait a minute. Okay. I'm touching the screen. Leave the screen alone. How about I leave the screen alone? Okay. So, but thank you, guys. This is where, like I said, I come in. This is how I start my day. I podcast each day. Uh, I have a couple podcasts that I participate in, like everybody else. Happy Saturday morning. I hope you guys are safely heading off to the salons and the barbershops. Uh, keep in mind, just be careful, just be careful and uh, continue to support those businesses that are trying to remain open. Um, use that curbside, use that pickup, you know, don't all try to try to rush into some of these stores. And let me tell you, people are like, well, I don't know about the pickup. And the same people that's putting it on the shelf is, are the same people that's going to bring it out to you and allowing them to bring it out to you. They get to make more money. Right. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't, I know, I know people don't understand. People don't, people don't, people don't understand how any of this stuff works. We feel like where are the cashiers going? Uh, they're now making twice the money they made as a cashier. They're now making it, making more money, um, doing other things within in, in these stores as you know, listen, it's time for a change. It's time for industries to change. It's time for, you know, you might've been in one industry all your life, but guess what? Somebody else was in another industry all their life. And guess what? Times change. And we, unfortunately in America, you know, everybody else, y'all should see the livelihood, please. If you can't even, if you can't travel, do it virtually. Look at the rest of the, please go look at the rest of the world. Please go look at the rest of the world, how they are handling COVID, how they're educating their children, what work, how they have redesigned work, and to the point that they are saving lives. Lives are being saved. And their industries and economies are, are surviving. Go and look. You're on these channels. Don't, like, you You are on these channels. You got, you got all kind of apps that you can literally go and glean and take a glance around the world at some of the technologies. You know, we still over here, people still over here arguing about being on social media. Shut up. What, what did um, Biden say? Man, shut up. I'm so, I am so sick of people talking about, and you know, this is my livelihood right here. And I'm even, I'm, look, I'm ready for it to change. Okay, social media is my livelihood. I'm like, it could change too. Like, I get so tired of seeing people come, they have to take a break, gotta log off. I'm like, it's a window, change the view, change the channel. There, it don't make sense. Like, why are you, who, why do you keep subjecting yourself to something that you have to take a break from? 
It's like, stop, stop asking me. Stop asking me to come and talk about these things on, on other on platforms. Like, you know, should people take a break from social media? No, social media needs a break from them. Social media needs a break from them because they're so, people are so limited. I mean, it's insane. I've been on social media 30 years. I ain't never had to take a break. I just opened another channel, opened another window. I just downloaded another app. What was it? What's that app called? Triller? Okay, trying to compete with everything else. I'm like, okay, I don't know if I even like this. I'll open and let it sit for a while. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's so many, there's so many amazing things happen. The worst of times. There's always a, what they said is two sides to every story. Did you know the worst of times is also the best of times? The worst of times is also the best of times if you can get out of bed. And the worst of times will make you put you in that bed. But change the channel and then you'll see the best of times. You know how I am surviving right now? I am watching 1970 television. I'm like, man, we came from that. That used to be a thing. I'm like, man, we have come a long, we have come a long way, people. There was a time when you didn't even get to know this much about um, a president. They could come on TV and they used to come on TV and tell you anything. You know, we had a whole, we had a whole president that was uh, handicapped, right? But we didn't have television then. And they said, they would tell you to this day, if we had television then, half of those presidents would not have been elected. The man hid the fact that he had polio, right? Was able to hide all of that. And, and, and other presidents, you know, presidents that had multiple women, you know, presidents had multiple this, that, and the other, you know, all that kind of stuff. But now it's like, we got a president that won't shut up. And, and the one thing he was, he was, he was hesitant, but how did you learn? Think about it. Think about it. How did you learn that the president had COVID? Now, some of us, learned it from the retweets because we blocked got the president blocked like you ain't trying to see all that the, all that hatred coming off his timeline so but you saw people retweeting but in a tweet right he tweeted and a couple other people tweeted and a couple people tweeted before he tweeted but everybody was like oh what are they talking about you know because we've been saying man there's no way they didn't have this thing before no way when bad things happen to bad people how do good people handle it? What somebody tell me? What do good people do when bad things happen to bad bad people? Because we know what you do when it happens to good people. We 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 get we engage, we ignite, we we find a solution, we help, we lean in, and we help. But when bad things happen to bad people, I don't know. I got a couple of books over here. But I don't know if it, I think the Dalai Lama, I might have to grab this uh, Dalai Lama Desmond Tutu, but I'm going to have to go to the Saints on this one, y'all. I got to, I'm, I'm serious. I got to go to the Saints on this one. She probably doesn't know anything. Who was that? Kathy. Kathy Cook said she probably doesn't know anything. I'm going to have to go to the Saints on this one, y'all. I'm going to have to pull out my, my, my Dalai Lama and my Desmond Tutu. Let me see what, let's, let's grab it. Hold on. Let me see if they got a chapter on that. Uh, I, in fact, <laughs> I got, look, and see, I keep, I keep a good book in reach, y'all. See how I reach right there? I, this is on my, this is on my table. I keep, I keep a book. I have a stack of books. I need to dust them off. Good God. I got a stack of books about forgiveness. 
uh, the Dalai Lama and open heart, practicing compassion in everyday life. We're going to go to the Dalai. And look, the Dalai Lama is a leader who lives in exile. He's not even in his proper place. We don't, we don't have all these presidents, all these presidents. This is why you know Amer America is what it is. It is what it is because here's a man. He comes to America often, um, but he lives in exile. The Dalai Lama lives in exile. Uh, let's see. Okay, practicing compassion and let's let's end with something from. And then I then I have also have the Book of Joy. Uh, His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, and they talk about lasting happiness in a changing world. And I wonder do they have any predictions? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna see if I got these on my Audible. I think I put one one of these on my audible because and my friend my friend Zach says we need to pick up pick up a book again. Uh let me see if the Dalai Lama has some some wisdom for when bad things happen to bad people, what should we what should we do? Because good people are probably afraid that it will happen to them too as well. Let me see. Uh, meditation, uh the afflictions. Oh, he has chapter four is on karma, but I don't, I don't want to say it's karma. That's the good people don't want to say this is karma. Like, you know, revenge of the Rose Garden, revenge of RBG. Uh, but there is, there is a thing. The desire for, ha okay, let me see. Uh, the desire for happiness, meditation, the beginning, the, mat the material and immaterial world for karma, uh, five, the afflictions, and then six, the vast and profound two acts, aspects of the path. And then seven, he has compassion. So it's either chapter four or chapter seven. Let me take a quick look. Chapter four is on page 63. Let's see if he just tells us a little bit. What, and I got a coffee, a coffee stain in my book. What in the world? All right, let me see. 63 karma. Let's see if he... Okay, our ultimate aim as Buddhist practitioners is attaining the fully enlightened and omniscient state of Buddha. The vehicle we require is a human body with the same mind. Uh, most of us take being alive as relatively healthy human beings for granted in that rose garden they did. In fact, human life is often referred to as in Buddhist. In Buddhist text, as extraordinary and precious, it is a result. I'm looking for, I was looking for something quickly on karma, and it just seems not to be quickly. Mm. Okay, among the four non-virtuous acts of speech, lying leads to a life in which others will speak ill of you. Lying also establishes a tendency to lie in future lives, that means if Trump is reincarnated, he's going to come back as a liar, uh, as well as the chance of being lied to, not being believed. When you speak the truth, the future life consequences of divisive speech include loneliness and the tendency to make mischief with other people's lives. Harsh speech begets the abuse of others and leads to an angry attitude. Idle gossip causes others not to listen and leads one to speak incessantly. Finally, what are the karmic consequences of the three non-virtuous acts of the mind? Uh, and so on, so on, so on. That's on page 68. All right, I like that. Okay, 
Now let me go to the other. What was the other part? The other part was compassion because we we are trying to find compassion for a liar. What are we even? See, one thing I love about the Dalai Lama, you can ask the Dalai Lama, like, are we expected to have compassion about bad people? And he'll probably say no. But let's go to chapter seven where he talks about compassion on page eighty nine. Let's see if we can glean anything quickly before my phone cuts off because I did have a battery warning. What I said, eighty nine. 87, 88, 89, all right, 91. Okay. What is compassion? Compassion is the wish that others be free of suffering. Ooh, uh oh. It is by means of compassion that we aspire to attain enlightenment. It is compassion that inspires us to engage in the virtuous practices that led to Buddhahood. We must therefore devote ourselves to the, okay, he's talking about the Buddhists, okay. Uh, in the first step toward a compassionate heart, we must develop our empathy and closeness to others. We must also recognize the gravity of their misery. The closer we are to a person, the more unbearable we find that person's suffering. The, close, the closeness I speak of is not a physical proximity, nor need it be an emotional one. It is a feeling of responsibility, of concern, of a person. In order to develop such closeness, we must reflect upon the virtues of cherishing the well-being of others. We must come to see how the, this brings one an inner happiness and peace of mind. So let us just pray that Trump wants a peace of mind, that he, let's, let's, let's hope that he finds this book and he finds some compassion. I think I think that recognizing the suffering of others, let's hope that this will allow Trump to recognize now the suffering of others, because this is something that he has not been able to do. He has not been able to show an empathy. He has not been able to develop a closeness. And it says the next important practice is in our civil, in our cultivation of compassion is an insight into the nature of suffering. Okay, so I think rather than us, trying to trying to blame ourselves for any of this and the fact that we don't because we don't know we don't we've never really had to deal with bad things happening to bad people so publicly we don't get to see it often we get to watch this publicly and excuse me based on our own faith and based on our own compassion it is our hope that on the other side of this this man is able to show some empathy and show some compassion. If he comes through this still wanting to harm people, if he and all of them come through this and still wanting people to experience the worst, they are so evil that we just hope that the sheer karma of it, because that's what's going on, will bring them some compassion. We don't have to challenge our compassion because the mere fact that we have stopped during our day and how we got out of bed today and said that we, when checking our own compassion, I am hoping that all of them woke up today with some compassion for others. The 200,000 that we lost, the families, the, the, my dog is jumping, scared me. The families that are looking at empty chairs, and that Biden even said, you know, the, the sadness. Um, I know here in, in Georgia, um,
Okay, I think I'm back. My phone died. And y'all, I was trying to read y'all some Dalai Lama, and I don't even know. I don't even know if, wow, this is a great backup. That was pretty quick. I can get back in here. I hope I'm back in here. Let me see. But anyway, let me close some of this stuff because um, I am over here on my laptop now. I was trying to read some Dalai Lama about compassion because we are, as a compassionate people, as compassionate people, trying to figure out how we should behave, how we should behave in this moment, trying to get out of bed, trying to deal with the our leadership, the American leadership is coming down with COVID. Um, and again, just trying to have some compassion. And uh, I'm going through. <laughs> Man, I tell you, I'm going to get ready to stop because I, I we're right at 30. It's still going. That was that was interesting. My phone died and we were still there. Um, I literally pulled out. I had to pull out my dollar loan book because when bad things happen to bad people, good people still want to have some empathy for them, still want to have some sympathy for them, still want to help them figure this thing out. Nobody wants to wish any anything bad on these people. But what we are hoping that in this moment, because we're talking about leadership here, and as I was saying to myself, apparently, because the phone died, as I was reading about compassion uh, from the words of Dalai Lama, is that I'm hoping, if anything, I think we can, I think we can be prayerful but I think what we have to hope for is that they are now able to show some compassion because that's something that they have they were not able to do. This man, when he was on this debate with Biden, he was not able to show any kind of compassion. We would not see any kind of they asked him to to denounce terrorism, homegrown terrorism, and he couldn't do it. But yet we are expected, the good people, good people are expected to still have some, there's something wrong with that. I just find that there's something wrong. That's why I went to the Dalai Lama, okay? Because the Dalai Lama would be like, yeah, that's right and that's wrong. It's like, no, I don't think you should put yourself, the Dalai Lama would probably tell us not to put ourselves in that kind of position that we should then again have to judge ourselves for the bad people. People who can't get out of bed, they're judging themselves for the bad people, the, the bad thing that the bad people did. Because your conscience, it gets so heavy and so weighed down. Don't let don't put this on your conscience. This ain't you. You didn't you didn't tell them to disobey disobey a dying woman's wish. You didn't tell them to steal the election in twenty two. Who steals the election with twenty twenty approaching? That ain't work. How'd that work out? That ain't worked out too well. It's twenty twenty, and twenty twenty has been everything it was supposed to be. It's a four. I hate fours. I'm like, man, fours are hard on me. So I, I came into 2020 like, I'm going to treat chill. Hey, Laura, what's going on? This is how to get out of bed. I decided to do how to get out of bed again in a live environment. And uh, it's my podcast that I do about how I got out of bed. This is how I got out of bed. I got out of bed because like everybody else, I went to bed trying to figure out how am I supposed to react to this? Right. Because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to lose any of my credence, you know, with the good, with my belief, my faith healer and all that kind of stuff. Right. You know, and and people have been have been saying to the to their leadership, listen, something needs to be done more for our people as it relates to this COVID-19. You know, and now they had they had a party in the Rose Garden about which they took out all the roses, took out all the roses and the trees 
uh, and with, with all which used to bring us all this great oxygen and fresh air, they did re rose. We got the Revenge of the Rose Garden going on, Revenge of RBG, you know. And I just read what the Dalai Lama talked karma, you know, things do happen because of other things, you know. But I, I, I needed to know how compassionate do I need to be because I don't want to see anything happen because all of our livelihoods are tied to this thing. Not, not the afterlife, but right now, uh, our country, our country is vulnerable. We are, we are sitting vulnerable um, with what's going on with our leadership. And we are in this place simply because of our leadership and because of so many egregious decisions that are made because it wasn't happening to them. They didn't, they didn't, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't empathize with the rest of us. People who are, who are losing loved ones, losing their careers, um, you know, their homes and livelihoods, and they couldn't relate, could not, would not, don't want to relate, but guess what now? Will they have compassion? Will they have the compassion that people want shown to them? Will they then come out on the other side of this? Um, able to show some compassion. And I think, and that's one thing you always want of a president is when they leave office and they're there. I don't, I don't know. You know what? I don't know if there has been one that did not leave office realizing something life is entirely different than when they went in. I don't even think that we have had one that didn't have some type of major transformation. And we have watched this man for 3.9 years um, waiting to see what kind of transformation. And the fact that he went this long, he went this long. He was going deeper and deeper. He was doubling down and doubling down and doubling down and doubling down. So he just stood on national TV and sided with homegrown terrorism against another race of people. And we haven't seen that in 50 years. Well, we see it every day. But on at that level in 50, in 50 years. And people are trying to tell us how we should feel and so forth. That's crazy. All right, y'all. That's how I got out of bed. And I'm still, I'm gonna go and check and see, I'm gonna go do some more reading, see what the dollar. I need some more help. I need some more help on this one. I'm going to see what, what more the Dalai Lama has to say about karma and compassion. When bad things happen to bad people, how do you get out of bed? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to go. All right. Listen. Hey, guys, thank you so much. Yesterday was our $5 Friday. Thank you so much for checking out shopdryerbus.com. If you want some more, some merchandise, uh, if you want to support what we do here, go and check it out. Also, for those of you that have been asking for recipes that follow that are following on TikTok and YouTube, asking for recipes, that's something we're working on. We've loaded the first recipe, uh, finishing up the second, but that those are going to be all loaded today. If you go to shopdryerbus.com, you can check out the soap store, the bookstore, and then, of course, the recipes are available for download. Those recipes are available for download. When you hear me talk about 30 years in the industry, talk about an industry, 30 years in the industry of marketing and advertising, also known as blogging and influencer, this, that, and the other. Uh, when I talk about 
those tried and true methods. I wrote those down as well. I created uh, something called 27 Answers and gave you 27 answers to everything. You can download those. Um, when I talk about how to master some of these platforms, how to grow your audience and a following, how to convert your audience to following to customers, how to enter into the marketplace, how to go from the audience to the stage. Those of you that are wanting to be great, become great speakers and get into the speaker lane and so forth. Uh, check out, check out the books. You can uh, download them. And these are literally answers. Not a lot, you know, not a lot of verbiage or anything like that. It's literally 20, the 27 steps that I took. And each of the things that I did over the years, including this one right now, of reinventing and re-evolving and and, uh, and so forth as I get ready to go on into this next phase of things. So all of that out there, you don't have to like just keep taking all these notes. Just go over there. I've already taken all the notes for you and written those down. Check out the Dryer Buzz bookstore. If you have an amazing ebook and you would love to see it on an additional platform and possibly become a Dryer Buzz bestseller, inbox me. I'll let you know about the opportunity we have to list your book in our bookstore, something that we promote each and every day. Uh, so definitely go check out the opportunities we have there. All right. And the lemonades, the recipes for the lemonades are coming to you uh, today. As a matter of fact, that's why I'm back over here at the laptop. I'll be working on that. But all the information, anything that you need, um, that you're looking for, trying to find as you try to follow, um, we try to put it all at shop, 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 shop. I didn't even put it on the screen. Let me put it on your screen before we get out of here. Shopdryerbuzz.com. Uh, I think that's it right there. There we go. Shopdryerbuzz.com. Since did you shower today? Don't forget to check out our handmade baths and shower soaps. And again, also in the kitchen with our recipes and all of that, y'all. This is how you get out of bed. Have a great day. Bye. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.